Hello, I am Joshua P. Warren, and this is Joshua P. Warren Daily. You know, I occasionally am a speaker at the International UFO Congress, which is uh, now being held these days in Arizona. It used to be in Nevada. And um, one of the guys in charge there, Alejandro Rojas, uh, he posted, um, he is actually included in this new article that just came out on space.com which is a very credible website um, about the sort of UFO disclosures that are going on right now regarding um, Senator Harry Reid and Bob Bigelow and all the UFO back, back engineering stuff and how that this is causing a lot of confusion and mixed feelings for people um, <laughs> who are trying to figure out what's the appropriate balanced way to view this in uh, in context from a scientific point of view and of course one guy who's been out there on the circuit forever talking about this uh, is Stanton Friedman and uh, I've spoken right along with Stanton Friedman many times he is quoted in this article and um, he said quote I appreciate the courage of these former officials who came forth, end quote, and then it says, Friedman criticized debunkers who advocate listening for alien signals, but ignore the tone of evidence of alien visitors, end quote. So that's an interesting concept, that you have people out there who debunk the idea that there could be these beings or these crafts that are here, but will support the idea of searching deep into space for some faint little signal, which is a you know a pretty uh, pretty much a long shot as well. I would say, and they go on to quote one of these um, so-called skeptics. I won't even use his name here. And by the way, that word. Skeptic is abused just about every time it's used these days because there's a difference between being a debunker and being a skeptic. Skeptic is reserving judgment uh, until you have all the facts, and debunkers are just out to uh, outright shoot things down, so to speak. But here's what this guy says. He says, uh, they have only released two very blurry infrared videos of objects that appear to be distant jets without sufficient information to do a really good analysis of them. He added, quote, so ultimately all you have are a few UFO believers in and outside government who were able to get away with funneling a few million Pentagon dollars to themselves for UFO research and have very little to show for it, end quote. So you're always going to have those points of view, people that are not um, not realistic about <laughs> how the access to the data is treated, who gets that data. Uh, just because you didn't get it doesn't mean it's not out there. It's uh, logical that there were other people who would get it. And you know, when it comes to this idea of the way we view Earth itself, I mean, Earth, Earth is a very special, magical place. Just for the heck of it, I just looked up Earth to see what the first few paragraphs about Earth say at Wikipedia. Earth is the third planet from the sun.
and the only object in the universe known to harbor life. According to radiometric dating and other sources of evidence, Earth formed over 4 billion years ago. Earth's gravity interacts with other objects in space, especially the sun and the moon, Earth's only natural satellite. It gives some of the stats, like Earth revolves around the sun in 365.26 days, a period known as an Earth year, et cetera, et cetera. And then it goes on toward the bottom, and it says over 99% of all species that have ever lived on Earth are extinct. Estimates of the number of species on Earth today vary widely. Most species have not been described. So, think about how much we pretend that we know about Earth. And, you know, I was having this conversation with with Lauren the other day, and this is something that I've talked about in previous podcasts. Even if you are the type of person who is an absolute non-believer. You don't believe in anything. You're just, if somebody can't put it in front of you under a microscope, you're not going to believe it. You don't believe in God. You don't believe in the spiritual realm. You don't believe in anything that we would usually call paranormal, et cetera, et cetera. It's very, very difficult to, to imagine how anybody could be so out of touch that they could look as deeply as possible all over the universe. Say we don't find anything out there but rocks floating around. And yet here we have this blue ball that's got all these weird creatures, including humans, and airplanes flying around, and cars and Bojangles and Walmart and, I mean, movie theaters, how you could see that and not realize that this entire place called Earth is a paranormal phenomenon. The whole thing is a magical place. And it just, talk about not being able to see the forest for the trees, that you have people out there who call themselves scientists or whatever, and we have to admit that over 99% of the species that have lived here supposedly are dead, and we still can't describe most of the species that are here right now. So when there's some little weird thing flying around out there that people see on a daily basis that pilots are able to videotape, that military documents all the time, um, why would you close your mind to that? So easily dismiss that thing. It just doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? And, um, you know, it, earlier, I was almost said earlier this year, well, last year in 2017, you know, I thought a lot about this when I released my video documentary, my video report about the OUFOs, what I call organic UFOs. And 
I wasn't saying in my release of that report that I believe that all of these things flying around are some kind of animal or or some type of uh, an you know an earthly creature, but it's possible. Uh, it's certainly something that we should be talking about. That maybe these aren't necessarily some kind of technology that comes from another star system. Maybe they come from another layer or level of life. You know, we're we're talking more about interdimensional types of things. Uh, or maybe these things are more native to Earth than humans are, and that's why they have this much more uh, simple yet graceful interaction um, with the elements of Earth, unlike our uh, clunky and clumsy machines. You know, our machines can't accomplish these things that these um, these craft or whatever you want to call them can. These UFOs or OUFOs. Very interesting that um, those of us who are studying these things are really opening our minds more and more all the time to what's going on here and that it may not just be some type of machine from another planet with a little green man sitting at the steering wheel. Earth is a very complex thing, and we have just a small little point of view on it. And so it's good to remind people that all the time because folks now are possibly having a serious discussion about all this who have never really gotten into it before. Remind people how complicated Earth is. And in fact, that's why, you know, it is weird to try to think about the impact that humans make on Earth. And uh, unfortunately, that gets debated and politicized all the time because of um, the global warming uh, arguments and all that. But look, there's no way that humans don't uh, make an impact on the Earth. Uh, everything that we do is, has dramatically changed the way that the Earth looks. And in some cases, it's probably good, and in some cases, it's probably bad. It just depends on your definition of good and bad. But um, the weather, I, and everybody seems to agree that the weather is very bizarre. You know, um, you see how, how bad the hurricane seasons have, have been, and uh, and then yet you have winter rolling around, and this looks like a, a hurricane of ice and snow <laughs> hits the northeast. I talked to um, some friends today. I'm working on uh, developing a TV series, and we had a conference call, and some of the people were in Los Angeles, and uh, some were in Las Vegas, and I'm here on the East Coast, and uh, both of them in, in Vegas and Los Angeles said that it was uh, shocking everybody. It's raining. It had been raining like crazy in both Vegas and Los Angeles. And that's very uncommon, as you probably know. So, look, I'm not ever going to get into some kind of a big discussion with you about defining these major weather patterns. But what I will tell you is um, you should always be prepared. I think you know that already. Um, don't wait until it's too late. It was very, very sad to see what many of my friends were going through in Puerto Rico when all of a sudden Mother Nature just decided to... Uh, to roar and they weren't ready for it. Um, same thing has happened to a lot of people with the snow. And uh, as a matter of fact, I want to plug something here. 
Mobius sent me an email, and you know he owns the Sunshine Simple Solar Generator Company, and uh, which produces the world's most powerful solar generators for the lowest price guaranteed. And these are for your home. And he says that um, he has a Sunshine Simple generator he just received um, that is refurbished. That um, the woman who owned it is is moving, and that um, she didn't have the ability to take it with her. And so I'm reading his email. He says this is refurbished with brand new batteries, and for a one-time special, he says I will sell it with a warranty, just as if new, with a 120 watt panel for $1,250. This is a one-time deal as no one ever normally gives their units up out of their cold, dead hands. So this is an amazing price. And um, he says it may show a few scratches from handling, but everything is just like brand new. So, you know, I'm a big proponent of having a solar generator on your hands for uh, times when you can't get access to fuel or you don't want something that's real noisy and uh, stinky and all that. So if you were interested in getting this refurb unit, I told Mummies I'd bring it up. It will help somebody out there. Just send me an email. Uh, my website is joshuapwarren.com. You can send me an email, contact at joshuapwarren.com, and I'll forward that to Mobius. Um, if you go to joshuapwarren.com and scroll down the home page, you'll find my email address there at the bottom. So anyway... Uh, interesting to see as 2018 rolls on all of these uh, fascinating things that are happening. I also want to let you know that I got um, I'm I'm much much closer to finally telling you about my event in May. But I just I have to get this absolutely perfectly right, and I keep thinking of cool new things that I could include in this event. So hang in there, stick with me. I'll be getting some information to you very very quickly. Um, and tomorrow, the next day, busy days, I'm going to be doing some traveling, it looks like. So hopefully I'll have a signal and I can do my best to keep you updated because this is called Joshua P. Warren Daily. I try to leave one for you every day if I have a cell phone connection. And um, it's always free, always short. You can subscribe at joshuapwarren.com or follow me on Twitter and I will tweet when a new one is available. So that's it for today. Hope you're doing well. Thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon.